Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 259. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road, moving to Disneyland, Andy. Um, sure. I mean, thank you for tuning Disneyland in. Disneyland moving to Tustin? No, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our sports podcast. Andy, reason I say that, you're going to have the opportunity to move to uh, a Disney community, if, if you uh, like. Ah, yeah. Yeah, they're building some housing there in the old parking lot or something. Yeah, no, actually, this is going to be uh, in, uh, where is it on here? Like La Mir- Ranch Mirage, Rancho Mirage. I hit out, or iTunes corrects everything you write. Rancho Mirage outside of like Palm Springs, Palm Springs area. Okay, yeah. Okay. And uh, it's a planned community. And uh, they're going to have a community, they called it a beach, but it's just a giant body of water with like a, you know, waveless beach. Uh, and a park and they'll have dining and entertainment and cast members and all that kind of stuff. Um, condos, homes, all that kind of stuff. Estates. There's no timeline on pricing, but the first thing I go to, to $300 is, uh, million. Dollars. How much is the HOA going to be? <laughs> Come on. Are you going to be like a thousand dollars a month? Just an HOA. Is it going to be more? Is it going to be less? Are there any blackout days on your home? Yeah, maybe you can't go. They have to rent it out to <laughs> tourists. But uh, yeah, that is fun, I guess. Um, if you really want to live in Disneyland, this is your opportunity. I, I guess they're doing stuff like this in other areas, uh, including Florida and uh, maybe beyond. I don't know. Moscow. Yeah. Uh, Kiev. <laughs> So stay tuned for that, but I figured we'd, uh, we should talk about that one. All right, Andy, you have some FX news. Yeah, the FX network had some sort of conference. I'm not really sure. I didn't watch watch anything, just read some of the uh, news reports, but like a lot of a lot of news about their their show. So uh, um, let me get let me get through it. So first off, I got a uh, Fargo season five is confirmed. So this is a. Uh, so it's going to film uh, later this year. Four seasons. That's crazy. So there's already been four seasons of Fargo. So a fifth and most likely final uh, season of Fargo. So uh, Noah Hawley, the, the the guy behind the show, uh, he's doing an alien show, um, which has been announced already. Uh, and he said that's just going to be more work. He said he's further along with that show, but it'll be more work. So that'll actually come out later. Uh, so Fargo season five will film at the end of this year and probably come out next year. Uh, so that's exciting for me. I like I like Fargo. I've liked all of the seasons. Uh, and I like that uh, he gets to wrap it up. You know, they're not going to be like, make 10 more seasons. Uh, if he wants to go out, then he can go out. He finish up the series. Um, also, another series finishing up, uh, Atlanta. So Donald Clubber's Atlanta. It's been like four years since that show uh, has been on the air. Uh, but season three is coming out next month. Uh, you won't have to wait four years to get season four, uh, which will be out in the fall. So they filmed season three and four uh, together. So uh, after season three airs in, the, in next month, you'll get to see season four uh, sometime in the fall. And that'll be that'll be it because uh, the, the cast of Atlanta is too big to be doing TV shows. Like a lot of them are in like movies and stuff. So uh, makes sense that the show wasn't going to go on. And while they had everyone, they just filmed two seasons worth so pretty exciting 
the next thing I have here is uh, season three for Dave. Another show out in FX that I really like. So hadn't been confirmed for a season three, but now it has. Um, I don't know when that'll be, but it will happen. So uh, the fact that it hadn't been confirmed till now probably doesn't mean it'll be back next summer. Um, they also talked a little bit about uh, Always Sunny and Archer, which have been on for years now. So Always Sunny is 15 plus years and Archer's over 10. And uh, basically the people at FX said like, no, we don't, we don't have any plans to end them. Uh, they've been renewed for a certain amount of seasons, but that doesn't mean we're looking at those as the end dates. So uh, they might go on forever. Uh, I read that uh, Always Sunny is going to be you know, up there with uh, SNL in terms of how many seasons they have. So <laughs> yeah, maybe. here to stay, Andy. Yeah. Uh, another new thing that this is something I didn't even know about uh, that's coming out in May it's called The Pistol, and it is a, a series about uh, the Sex Pistols. Uh, so Danny Boyle, who really good director, made a bunch of classic movies. Uh, he's actually uh, he directed this, so uh, that's pretty cool. And it's it's coming out in May already. Uh, I guess there were a lot of legal issues getting this made because uh, Johnny Rotten, the, uh, the the singer for the Sex Pistols, definitely did not want this to get made. Uh, but the other like remaining living band members really wanted it to happen. So uh, I want to see that. That'll be cool. You know, 1970s. I never got England. into them. They're not good, but they're <laughs> important. You know, they're yeah, but I need them to be good and they can be important. Then they'll be important well, to me. That's what, that's the clash. And they were from the same era and they were actually good. I like know? to rock the Casbah. Yeah. Whatever that but even it, means. But I think it'll be a good series to see that. What is a Casbah, Andy? I looked it up. I think it has something to do with um, not an English word. So you wouldn't know what it means. It's like from something from Africa or something. I don't know. It's like a didgeridoo or something. <laughs> Let me look it up. You want me to look it up right now? No. To confirm for everyone. Uh, some sort of dwelling in Morocco. See, I, I called it. I said Africa. Pretty good. You've probably looked it up so before. So in the Saharan Desert. Algeria, Morocco, Tunisia, like a building. Okay. So there you go. There uh, I what go. Else we, what else do I have? Okay. Uh, Jeff Bridges, The Old Man. This was being made a while back, but uh, Jeff Bridges was diagnosed with cancer and production had to uh, get delayed. I don't know. Uh, pause, I guess is a better word. Uh, but he is in remission, and they have continued production, and that will now be out this summer. So uh, it's good news, even if even if the series is terrible, it's good news. And then Jeff Bridges He's important. Is, we need him. is doing well, so uh, he gets to finish up the series that he's making for FX. So yeah, they've got they've got a lot coming. They're still a very prolific network, even if they're uh, they're part of Disney, but I think they're pretty independent in what they do. So keep keep putting out good stuff. Yeah. All right. So is that all the FX stuff? Yep, that's it. All right. Uh, HBO is delaying The Last of Us. What yeah, this is, is disappointing. that? This is very disappointing to me. Uh, the Last of Us is, is, is a video game that's very good. Good. Like it's, it's, it's a zombie thing. Uh, so I know zombies a little overplayed, but uh, I think it's, it's a very well told story that is uh, perfect for being adapted to a series. Uh, so this is was supposed to come out this summer. Uh, Pedro Pascal is the lead. Uh, He's just everything. We just saw like 
an image of them filming. It's like, oh, this this should be uh, really good. I like the it's uh, the people, the team that made um, Chernobyl. So they already worked with HBO. Mm-hmm. So the people who made that are going to be making this. Uh, well, it sounds like they're not going to be able to uh, get that out this year. So it was going to come out this summer. I, maybe they only want it to be a summer show. I don't know. Yeah, it's showing 2023 um, on here now. But So now it'll be in 2023. So I don't know why they have to delay it a whole year. I don't know how that works. Uh, maybe Pedro Pascal got called in by Luke Skywalker. He's like, you got you got another job and they have to like, we'll have yeah. to pick up later. I'm, I'm not sure how that works, but yeah, that's disappointing. A whole year delay, but. Well, oh, it'll, it'll I'm, still happen, Andy. I'd rather it be good than exactly. rushed, you know? So settle down. It'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You can probably watch this pretty soon. Uh, John Cena is a Looney Tune. I'm sure this will come to HBO Max soon enough because it's a Looney Tunes thing. But um, he's set to be in a new Looney Tunes project that sounds a little different. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be a live action cartoon hybrid similar to um, Space Jam, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is not the whole Looney Tunes. It is the Coyote versus Acme. So Wiley Coyote has finally had enough and is suing the Ap- Acme Corporation. Uh, for their products always failing him, you know, you know, the cartoon, you familiar mm-hmm. with it? Uh, and I guess John Cena will be playing the uh, lawyer uh, defending Acme. So it'll be a courtroom drama with John Cena and Wiley Coyote. Um, I don't know who thought of this idea. It sounds insane. Uh, <laughs> I will probably watch this, though. I'm not, not going to go out to the theaters to go check this one out, but. You know, I like the I like the Coyote cartoons. I think those are pretty high up on my list of Looney Tunes stuff. Those are funny, uh, and John Cena is a fun performer. So, uh, and I watched that Tom and Jerry movie. So I watch anything. Yeah, that's true. There you go. Yeah. I will not watch this, um, but I mean, suppose there's a chance I'll catch like five minutes of it if I walk into the theater where my nephew's watching it. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think I'll sit down to to just watch the Looney Tunes. Not not a fan of the Roadrunner. Ah, uh, you know, when I was a kid, yeah, you'd yeah. watch it whenever you'd stay home from school sick, and it's like, well, it's this or The Price is Right. I'm watching this. <laughs> yeah, I okay. A lot of options. Yeah, now you have infinite options. It's it's crazy. Uh, we have some trailers to talk about, Andy, and we're going to start with uh, Elvis. Now, I watched this trailer, and it actually, if you if he looks familiar to you, it's he also played Tex Watson. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, doing a little bit of a dive. Maybe you already knew this, Andy, and maybe I did too, but I don't remember. He's from Anaheim. He was discovered at the Orange County Fair when he was 13. I've been to the fair. I never got discovered. (laughs) Yeah, what the hell? (laughs) You could have been playing Elvis, Andy. Sure, yeah. Uh, But yeah, Tom Hanks and uh, Tex Watson. I didn't write down his name. Uh, it looks good. I mean, I'm not an. I wouldn't say I despise Elvis or don't like him or anything. I like a couple of his songs, but I never listened to him before. Um, but I'll watch this. It looks inter- entertaining. All right, Austin Butler. That's his name. There you go. Yeah, and he was born in Anaheim. There you have wow. it. Wow. What part of Anaheim? What what hospital? Uh, Disney Memorial. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it'll say that on there, Andy. 
Yeah, I, I didn't. I I saw that this trailer came out, but I didn't watch it. Uh, but I did see a lot of people joking about how uh, basically Elvis has to think about his whole life before he performs. Pretty good. A lot of good uh, Dewey Cox jokes. Uh, yeah, because Dewey so Cox kind of ruined the genre. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to watch this so June twenty fourth of this year, Andy. So right. this summer. Yeah, long, long in production. Of course, Tom Hanks uh, warned the world about COVID by infecting himself while filming uh, this movie. Yeah, way back yeah. when. So, and uh, stay tuned. I'll I'll talk a little bit more about Tom Hanks and his wife, uh, and when we get to what we've been watching. Okay. Well, uh, the next trailer we have is called Hustle, and uh, Adam Sandler is a basketball, I think, scout, right? Yeah. Now, this is a LeBron James production. And a Netflix original movie. So you can probably watch it probably now. I don't know. No, it's out uh, June 10th. Uh, oh. So I think they're they're hoping for this to be pretty good. And it's Adam Sandler's trying. Robert is, Duvall. That's wonderful. I, yeah, I didn't see him in the cast. I know the cast has a million NBA players. Um, so that is. And Ben Foster and Queen Latifah and Jaleel White. Wow. Steve Urkel. That is a huge get. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a bunch of bunch of different NBA players. I saw Boban there. Can't can't miss him. Uh, he really stands out. But uh, Sandler loves basketball, so he actually is gonna try. He has a pretty ugly shot, but it goes this in. Is, this is not you know him making comedies with Rob Schneider. This is a real movie. So this is uncut gems uh, for him. Yeah, number two. I, I but wanna, hopefully, it won't leave you so disgusted. Yeah, I do want to see how this goes. But yeah, you're right. It's Spring Spring Hill Company. It's a uh, LeBron's production company, which I don't know where that comes from. What does that even mean? I don't know. Maybe that's where he's from. He's from Akron, Ohio. Unless they call that the Spring Hill, and I didn't know. Well, there's so many little areas within a city. Oh, sure, sure. Call it. It's the Spring Hill neighborhood of Akron. I don't think that's right. I don't know. Maybe that's where he lives now. Yeah, I just Googled Spring Hill, and it's like the Spring Hill Marriott. It's like, okay. There you have it. Uh, so yeah, I don't see any athletes actually in the cast of this, but. Oh, I can list them off. It's right here. Anthony Edwards, Smith on here, Trey Young, Jordan Clarkson, Chris Middleton, Aaron Gordon, Kyle Lowry, Seth Curry, Boban. Uh, I think there's a lot of Sixers at the time. Of course, because that's required by law. Because I think they were filming in Philly at the, at a point or something. Uh, yeah, multiple scenes in Philadelphia, including the Italian market, which is where Charlie first had fruit or something, right? Yeah, he's never had a pear, I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, yeah, I'll watch this. I mean, I love any good basketball movie. They don't happen all that often, so. Yeah, and I think it'll be actually real. Like, it won't be, like, really. If it's real players and people who care, it's not going to be cheesy. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This thing works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code, Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. They're going to give you 65% off because we sent you. So head to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. 
Okay, Andy, how many things do you have? Got four. I do too. Okay. It was a long weekend. Well, do you want to start then? Sure. I uh, I finished Reacher on Amazon. Uh, it's fun. It's short. I think it's like eight episodes. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think it took about three weeks to watch it, but a lot of action. Guy beats up everybody. It's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, they're cleared for season two. I think I already spoke about this a bit. It's enjoyable. You know, I mean, if you've seen the Tom Hanks or Tom's Cruise ones, you know what I'm talking about. They're just like I that, except this Hanks is more version. believable. This guy's gigantic and you believe that he can beat up eight people at once. Yeah, I should uh, watch that. I know it's been on my list, but I need to finish some other things. But uh, I think I'm ready to go now because I did finish some other things I was watching. So, um, yep. All right, you want me to go? Sure. Uh, the first thing I have on my list is a Netflix movie called Passing. Uh, I think it came out a couple months back. It is uh, a very interesting premise, uh, something I've never really thought about. Uh, it's based on a book from the 1920s, and it is about a uh, lighter-skinned black woman who uh, passes as white and like marries a white person and you know, tries to live in society I mean, back then when, I mean, even in New York City, there wasn't uh, segregation laws and everything, but it was still, you weren't equal. So it was advantageous if you could pass as a white person. Uh, so this woman end, ends up reconnecting with uh, someone from her childhood who is a black woman who isn't, who is living as a black woman in, in Harlem. And it's just, uh, it's, it's very interesting. Uh, and as well filmed, like, it's four by three and it's really like close, close up and everything. It's, it's an interesting way to make a movie. Um, I w- it didn't get any Oscar nominations or anything like that. So I don't think it was like the best movie ever, but it was, it was an interesting uh, idea. Like it's something I never thought of and it's, it's history. I like seeing different parts of our history. Um, and something that was an interesting part of it is a, uh, it's the directorial debut of a uh, Rebecca Hall. Who's a, Actress who's you've seen her and stuff. She's in uh, the town and Iron Man three and a bunch of things. And she is a very white British woman. Uh, but as it turns out, she is actually her mother was black. It was very light skinned black woman. So this is actually something that is kind of personal to her and that you would never know she had she would black at all because she's just this very <laughs> white woman. So it's like when I saw she was the director of this movie, I was like that doesn't make any sense. It seems aren't people like enraged by this? Like how could this white woman tell this story? But uh, turns out that this is part of her history. So Uh, pretty interesting and, you know, good performances uh, by the leads. So. Okay. Uh, You ready for my next one? My next one will be quick. I watched after you gave it a good recommendation, Kimmy on HBO max. And, uh, yeah, you're right. It's it's fast. It kind of has like Black Mirror vibes to it. Um, I did have a couple issues with it, but they're very minor. One, why was Buzz named Kevin? In I the know. Movie? <laughs> uh, also, it got very Home Alone at the end where she's booby trapping, walking through the ceiling, all that kind of stuff. I think they had a little too much fun ha- hanging out with Buzz. Yeah, it was it was like at the end they're just like, all right, let's just mess around. She drew a map of her floor plan with crayons and had mac and cheese. (laughs) 
Uh, but yeah, it's it's good. It's you know, it's a quick one. It, you know, flew through it, and uh, yeah, it was fine. Wouldn't want to see that in theaters. And yeah, it's definitely not made for that. I, I think it's like a an achievement in like how to make a movie cheap and efficiently. Yeah, so that Don't was all filmed time. on iPhone, right? No, this was filmed on real that cameras. Was back, okay, but like. Still had to be pretty cheap because it's like mostly shot in one apartment. Yeah. Although the apartment probably cost them like $4 billion. Yeah. How much was she getting paid to review those? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like usually I think that work is done by like people in India for. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. It's like four shillings or rubies or something in a, a, a day basically. Yeah. This lady's living large. She must have been really good at it. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. It's on HBO Max. All right. Well, uh, my next one is. Uh, a trilogy here. Uh, so Uncharted came out. I didn't watch it, but it reminded me of uh, a series of adventure movies I hadn't seen in a while. And, and I actually had never seen the third movie, uh, the mummy trilogy. So uh, these, Frazier, are, then, huh? these are all on HBO and Hulu for some reason. I watched them on like different places. Uh, the, the first one is still really good. It doesn't hold up uh, technology wise. Uh, it's, I think 99 is when it came out. So it's like CGI is pretty bad. Uh, there's the, uh, I mean, have you seen these, you know, these ones way back when, do you remember the scarabs, the little like insects and they'd like go under your skin? Oh yeah. They're terrifying. Yeah. It was terrifying, but does not look good in modern day. Um, the, the CGI of that. But uh, other than that, it's, it's just like a Brenda Fraser was really good and believable as, uh, the action adventure star here. Um, Whereas, like, I don't know if Tom Holland's going to pull it off in that Uncharted movie that didn't get very good reviews. But uh, maybe in a different era, we could have had Brendan Fraser. Um, and then I watched The Mummy Returns, which I loved when I first saw that. It's like, this is way better than the first one. And uh, that's just not true. <laughs> that one's uh, reliant even more on CGI. And it was not much better. <laughs> well, did you watch The so, Scorpion King? Is that included in this trio? No, I didn't. I didn't watch The Scorpion King. Because that's like one of the worst of all I've time. Never, I've never seen that. And I refuse to. I think somehow um, I owned that one. Yeah. Never seen it. I mean, the the, the rock is in the beginning because the Scorpion King is like the main bad guy of the second movie. Um, but like not not the spinoff movie. Um, and that's fine. It's a fine movie. It's it's nice to have the cast back. Uh, then I watched the third mummy movie, which came out uh, sometime afterwards. And I, I had never seen this before. It is not in Egypt. It's a Jet Li as the antagonist. He's a he was an emperor of, in China who was bad and uh, he was going to build the Great Wall and all this kind of stuff. So then they turned on him, and it's just it's weird. It's it's even though it's like I want to say like eight years after the last movie, it's like twenty years in the movie because like the little kid from the Mummy Returns is now an adult and he's yeah. doing his own stuff. And like Rachel Weiss isn't in it. They replaced her with someone else because she's like, I'm not going to be in this movie. And it's just they shouldn't have made it. They should have waited and made it like now. People would be like, oh, yeah, I love that movie. And they could make the years later sequel. So it was like it was like a years later sequel that wasn't that many years in between. So uh, mm. very, very strange. Yeah. And I think the whole point of it was to try like, hey, we can have uh, Jet Li and Michelle Yeoh have a fight in the middle of this movie because Brendan Fraser at that point is already like done as an action star. So he couldn't really do anything. 
It's like, we'll just get these guys from Asia that are, everyone loves, and they'll, they'll do fighting, and that'll be cool. Uh, it wasn't. Okay. Do you even, do you even know this existed? <laughs> Did you see this one? I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I forgot it existed when I, until I saw it. Like, it was on, it's like, oh, yeah, the third mummy booner saw that. Um, yeah. I liked those a lot as a kid, so. Yeah. I have no idea. It was very weird. It was in China. They go to they go to the uh, oh. Himalayans. It's like no, they this, fight yetis I, and stuff. It's like what? I seriously doubt I saw this then. Very very weird. Just scrub it for your mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't think notes. I ever saw that. I'm looking it up now. But like, if they announced like a new one, and it's like, oh, Brendan Fraser's old. He's not going to be fighting people, but like, there's going to be a young kid or something. Like, I, I that'd be that'd be cool, but not anymore. Because I. Where's the Scorpion King? 2002. That's where I ended the series. Yeah. This is just. This is. I'm surprised this didn't star Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah. The mummy. The mummy tomb of the dragon emperor. Emperor is what it's called. Yeah. So different, different director, different writer, different actors. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you ready for my next one? Yeah. I have one episode left of Dope Sick. Oh, you passed me up then. I thought you finished it. Yeah, <laughs> no, so we've been walking. flying through it. And uh, I don't know much about the Purdue Pharma and all that kind of stuff. And I've also been doing my best to hold out on looking it up. I hope to God that uh, most of the family died just from stress from probably losing all of their money. Uh, and yeah, I mean, everything... Everything's bad. Every everything you you can just corrupt the government with money, and no one's going to do anything about it because the government is the people that would do something about it. But if you pay them, they're not going to care. Not their problem. Yeah, I think that was. I mean, the scary part is when the government's like on their side, or like the the person who was like, "Oh, the guy that worked at the FDA, he now works for them." It's like, oh, yeah, and uh, so we just had the scene on ugly episode seven where they're sitting down with the FDA again with Purdue Pharma and uh, the DEA and the specialist on, you know, from whatever in inside of the FDA sides with them, basically sight unseen. And uh, the doctor is telling the other DEA lady, she's like, yeah, she's not going to say anything against them because that's a potential employer. Yeah. Disgusting. And even if you're not going to work for them, you might want to work for someone else. You don't want that reputation, you know? He shouldn't, yeah. I don't know, there should be legislation in here that says, hey, if, if you're going to work for the government, you're on board. You're not going anywhere, non-compete clause or whatever. You can't go yeah. to the person you're regulating. I call me crazy for thinking that, uh, but that should be how it is. I get it. Then no, most of those people wouldn't be in politics and all that stuff because you get in there to, yeah. to get your name out there so that you can make a lot of money collecting uh, you know, money under the table from everyone because... It's ridiculous. This government is terrible. The people who write the laws benefit from that, so they're never going to change it. Because they always do that. They'll they'll retire, and then it's like, oh, they make they're making two million dollars as a consultant. Okay, what are you doing? Just how it goes. It's awful. It uh, makes me question humanity, but it's important to watch this because yeah. I don't trust anyone. And it's extra powerful when you uh, put Michael Keaton through it because we're like, how, how dare you? I did not think that was going to happen. I figured yeah. it'd be like take one and be like, whoa, this stuff's serious. I didn't think it would turn him into a dead zombie. 
Yeah. It was a good good choice for the cast there. Also, I just can't like help like, but think it's like Mike Baxter is going to be so pissed at his daughter for just <laughs> Eve Baxter. She's, you know, that's just not like her. All right. Ready for my next one here? Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, this is this is a big one for you. Oh, boy. I actually did it. I watched the first two episodes of Bel Air. Ugh, how awful is it? It's not horrible, but it comes off as a parody of itself in a way. Yeah, I just don't get how it could be anything other than that. Where it's like... Where, where you know what the show is. If you didn't, it's a different story, but we have we know what Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is. So you have that's to the work, problem. You have to work backwards, and then everything is so obvious, and like, so that's like a parody, like, okay, so it's serious, uh, so we have to have some conflict between uh, Will and Carlton. Uh, how about Carlton's addicted to drugs? Is that cool? It's like, Whoa. no, no, I don't want to see that. That's so not what I want to see, but it's like, well, it's drama. That's drama. Okay, guys. Um, You're going to have to get, uh, is it Brandon Tartikoff? David Tartikoff? <laughs> yeah. He would be so easy. He'd be so no hope with yeah. dope. Um, yeah. So like, you remember in like, it's like they resolve it in like the first two episodes, but like when Will first gets there and Carlton's like, you got to follow my lead. I I run the the school here. And then like immediately all the people are like, Will's so much cooler and they're all want to hang out with him instead of Carlton. Yeah. Uh, that's not, doesn't happen in this show. There is like, everyone does love Carlton and they're like oh, skeptical of the new kid. And I'm like, that's like one of the funniest parts of the show is just how like Carlton is a loser and Will's just naturally cool. And yeah, it's not even a problem that people just automatically accept Will. And it's like, weird choice and then yeah like uncle phil is just a he's an asshole in this he's not like uncle, uncle phil was it was so good when he'd get mad because he was stern he was he was but he was caring funny. yeah he was funny most of the time and so when he got serious and you're like yeah this guy means business and kick ass when he needs to but this version of uncle phil is just always just an asshole right away and it's I like, like when they <sighs> put the like wig on him and he look, says i look like little richie or something like little richard <laughs> Or and they make that like video where he's running for Congress or something, and he takes a bite, 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 bite out of crime. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the whole premise here is that he's already running for DA, and he's like, I can't let this kid, this punk kid, ruin my my campaign. Like, okay, well, you know, I liked Uncle Phil. Now I hate you. I hate this version of him. Yeah. Um, so I just think it's kind of a problem. And then they they did have a, a jazz, which is like, all right. But wasn't Jazz his like childhood friend? Yeah, he came out to Philly from Philly yeah. with him. In this version, he's already he's he was the cab driver who picks him up, which is like you're just ruining the canon of the show. Like you can't do that. That's weird. You can't make him the cab driver. What about Jeffrey? Is he awesome? No. And there's even a joke where he will will calls him Idris Elba, <laughs> or he calls him Idris. And he's like, <laughs> oh, real original. Oh. But he's like, yeah, he seems like a guy who's like was a criminal beforehand interesting um, yeah yeah i don't intend to watch it and uh i don't have peacock anymore so i have yeah i still have it through paramount like, now. Know, the end of the month and i was like yeah i'll try this out it's, i it's not all out either it's one of those things where it comes out every week so i watch uh, like two of them I'm like okay this is if they read redid it and like actually at episode five becomes a comedy again <laughs> yeah fake out but yeah the other part of it is that like it's just the oc you know, it's 
it's just the kid who's not rich is going to the rich cool rich kid school and there's even a scene where he goes to the party and like the white guy wants to fight him and he has to punch him I'm like you're just doing the fucking oc you're yeah, just doing the same thing ridiculous yeah so misha barton's in this <laughs> yeah. a little too old to be playing high school but yeah no there's like a there's just like a white kid named chad or something oh okay and he's a bad guy are you going to continue but, on or is your I, don't, I don't think so. I don't, I mean, it, my thing expires before the season ends, so I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like if it, if it was like six episodes and they were already all out, maybe I could see myself through it. Yeah. But I'm not going to pay for another month. No. Okay. All right. My last one. I uh, am well on my way to finishing out season one on Paramount plus of 1883. It, uh, it's not as good as Yellowstone. It's still very intriguing. It's also kind of like you're watching a history museum unfold. I hope at least I haven't looked, you know, to see how realistic the show is. Um, but it's harsh times. These people are on a trail trying to go from Texas to Oregon. And uh, the Dutton family is with them, just partnered up while it makes sense for them as they head north. They don't know where they're going. They just said they're going to, go until you know the land makes sense to live on and hell becomes not so bad uh whereas these like german settler immigrants are coming from europe because it's terrible there he says all you can do there is just pay your taxes it's illegal to swim andy but they don't speak english they don't know how to use a gun they're not familiar with horses nothing so these people are dropping like flies and uh yeah, it's it's still good. It's just it's not the same show. I don't know. It's harder to have all sorts of moving components and drama when they're just on a trail. And it's like, well, they have to come across, you know, a bandit or something to have any stuff going on. But still good. Um, I did appreciate and I don't know how many people picked up on this. I obviously did pretty fast just by the part you see of his face. Tom Hanks is in this in one episode. Is it really him? Yes, it's Tom Hanks and his wife actually has a lot more screen time in another episode. So that's two Rita Wilson things I watched oh, this yeah. uh, week, including Kimmy. Um, different well, so- people, they're not related. Tom Hanks just plays like a war uh, colonel and a flashback scene. Okay. But it's him. He's got a full on beard. He's got his hat on. So all you really see is a little bit of his nose and his eyes. But that's enough. So it's funny. And Billy Bob Thornton's in one scene, too. When you uh, were talking about the, the German immigrants coming over, oh, yeah. they remind me of uh, that Tom Hanks movie, uh, The News of the World that came out. Yeah, I still want to watch the, that. The little, the little girl is, a, is German and doesn't speak English and he can't communicate with her. And so that's like, that was a thing that like a bunch of German immigrants came out here to just like, well, we'll make it, you know, we'll yeah. just, just stake some land and try to farm or something. Yeah, they they have never seen Oregon, but they hear, you know, it's mountains, which they're familiar with, and then grass, you know, to your waist all the way to the ocean, and it's the perfect, you know, heaven for them. It's unsettled at this point, too, and no one's been there. They basically say Florida, or Florida, Texas is like the end, and then it's nothing but bandits and uh, Native Americans until you hit the the coast, and that's the scariest part. 
Well, I think uh, One-Eyed Willie had already uh, been to Oregon at that point. Is that City Slickers? From the from the Goonies. Oh, uh, that was good, the Oregon Coast. Um, yeah, you're you're correct there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm still enjoying it. Uh, I think I'm on episode seven of eleven right now. It's a weird number. How do they decide? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's all he wrote. Well, it was like uh, so like righteous gemstones. I thought it was over this week because like oh episode eight that'll be over. It's like no, there's nine episodes. It's like what? What a weird number. But eleven sounds even weirder. I'm also just now learning this show isn't even over. Like this season's uh, still going. That's why it's eleven episodes. <laughs> no, it's eleven total. There's only nine just aired oh, on okay. Sunday. Yeah. Wait, no, eleven episodes is counting uh, season two. God damn it. <laughs> So yeah, there's ten episodes. <laughs> so I'm almost done with season one. Yeah, and then you'll have 1930 or whatever to look forward to. Yeah, but who knows when that comes out? <laughs> Yellowstone uh, season five is supposed to come out part either this fall or I think like part one is this fall. It's supposed to be like more like 15 or 18 episodes this season, and then the second half in January I think is what I read. Yeah, everyone, everyone's doing that. So, yeah, wonderful for me. Did you have another one? I do. Uh, last thing, which is uh, the best thing I have on here, uh, oh. Peacemaker on HBO. Uh, this is a spinoff of the Suicide Squad movie that came out last summer, starring uh, John Cena's character, who was uh, probably not everyone's favorite character from that movie, uh, but they found a way to to spin him off into his own adventure and make it a whole lot of fun. So uh, it's similar to the suicide squad in that he's a, you know, a criminal and he has to, they go on a mission a dangerous mission in order to, you know, you reduce your sentence. That's the, that's the plan here. Uh, but it's much, much more scaled back. And it's like the whole thing, I don't know why takes place in like his small hometown. Um, but that makes it, I guess to say budget, uh, but it's a whole lot of fun. Like he's, there's a bunch of uh, like hair metal in it because that's what he's obsessed with. And uh, I just like John Cena. He's he's a really funny performer because he's like he's too big. Like he doesn't fit in his body. And it's like that. You don't make sense as a person, uh, but he's also really funny. So like it's like the rock rock seems kind of natural. He's huge. And it's like, well, you understand he like worked to that and he was a football player. Whereas like John Cena just looks like too big. Um, yeah but it's great and if you I, you don't need to know anything about DC comics or anything it's kind of even making fun of the idea that like this is the same world that Superman's in like there's a running joke every time like one of these superheroes is brought up he talks about some conspiracy theory where <laughs> you know, like Superman could do something like it and it's like it's like Superman has a poop fetish it's like what where do you hear that he's like it was on the internet he definitely he definitely does. He's a weird guy. And it's just like, they're just completely making fun of every okay. single superhero, green arrow and this stuff. So it's like, it's, it's good. I mean, I like, I like James, James Gunn does good stuff. I like everything he's it. done. So, uh, it's cool that he decided like, yeah, I'll make this movie and then I'll just make this TV show, which, uh, he's really good. Like TV shows are different than movies. There's the kind of like, you got to tell a whole story in an episode 
and you always got to le- leave them wanting more. You know, there's yeah, always got to have tease. a hook. Uh, Cliffhanger. Like, yeah, for a guy who just has made movies to turn to make this TV series, he did a great job at like doing all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and it, it's not like a huge cast, but it does have Robert Patrick. Oh, he wonderful. is he is menacing in this. Um, and just he's always has been ever since he tried to get John Connor. Yeah. Say, that's a nice bike. (laughs) Also, it has a CGI eagle in it that is kind of a smart eagle, and that's cool. Eagles are cool. We don't have enough of that. Yeah, we don't have enough eagles. Yeah. I am hearing uh, eagles are, uh, a lot of them have lead poisoning because people shoot them, so. Oh, that's bad. (laughs) People are pieces of shit, Andy. don't don't shoot them. I'm going to run for uh, office at some point. My talking point that'll take me all the way to the top is we're catapulting the uh, extra weight right off of this planet. Yeah. Enough locking people up, putting them in jail and killing them in jail and whatnot. If if you're not cutting it here, bah, you're gone. Catapult out of here. Make you Mars's problem. Australia too. What? Just, just put them a, in Australia? A second Australia. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that's what they did back then. They're like, all right, you're out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's still, we have airfare now, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> all that kind of stuff so they could come back. So I don't know how we got there, but I think that'll conclude for episode 259, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been listening to the Tony's Take podcast, episode 259. I'm Sean and joined with me, we had off-road superhero Andy. Sure. I want to be a superhero. We'll see you later.